We're back in the Innovation Alley podcast room with a whole whack of folks. We have uh, uh, Jesse Marr. We have Scott from Red River. We have Nick from... Where, where the heck are you, Nick? <laughs> I'm the Fab Lab. Fab Lab? Yeah. Now Polar Grinders. Polar Grinders, A couple yeah. of cool things. And, uh, and Chris Johnson. From Canada. So... Um, uh, want to talk a, a lot about a whole whack of things in a, in a short period of time, but um, you know today. So now here, uh, you're you're helping out. Uh, you, you've seen a bunch of the teams. Uh, what does the I guess the 15 teams that turned to 14? What does the competition look like today? Pick on Scott. Uh, it's exciting up there. Uh, really starting to move. Um, we've had uh, a few groups already go out there. We've, yeah. we, we're new, revenue new, positive. News flash, it's 13. 13, <laughs> hey, there we go. Oh, wow. We have an oil change team that uh, they've already done a couple oil changes, and we've had uh, groups go out. Uh, I was just talking in the elevator to a guy who finished their coding last night at 4 in the morning, and they have uh, 30 validations with restaurants. Um, you got a lot of excitement. The mentoring today was was just incredible. Just to have the skill sets of like uh, Steph Maynard, who runs an e-commerce shop. All the lawyers, the doctors, sorry, the doctor, the the, law, the lawyers, the accountants, the bankers, uh, the founders, and and really getting some good insight on this stuff. And this, and so people are starting to formulate their ideas and getting, and taking them forward. Justin. Yeah, I actually have not been up there and viewing uh, a lot of the teams there. I've been working out of 125 Adelaide with uh, partner Matt there. We so is that is that strategic, Jesse? You've competed in past events. You're a competitor at this one. Yep. You're, a, you're a Red River College grad. That's right. Is it strategic to sort of like get off campus and, and do your own thing and be less distracted? Like, how, Is that something you learned from past weekends? or why? Is no, that the actually, case? the reason is because we are uh, – Matt and I have a business called Lake Life Signs. And we're actually building signs uh, to actually make money as well. So we're actually, we're multitasking. We're building signs <laughs> and we are competing. Cash flow. So exactly. Give, so, it, uh, give a 10 second pitch of Lake Life. Yeah, Lake Life Signs is a, uh, a fabrication company. We, we fabricate cabin signs out of cedar for cottage owners. So uh, we've been targeting Lake of the Woods, White Shell, uh, the Okanagan, Muskoka's, um, Canada, um, Lake. Cottage and you country. laser you laser cut them at the uh, North Forge yeah. Fab Lab. Yeah, we uh, we laser cut uh, North Forge Fabrication Lab and um, just do a, a sealing process with some oil and uh, yeah. So is your is your product this weekend uh, when you say you're multitasking? Are you guys building a physical product or an app or what are you doing yeah. over there? So this uh, this weekend our project is completely unrelated to Cabin Science. Um, we are building an automatic automated grow chamber for cannabis. Mm. So that's uh, so cannabis is weed. That's cannabis what. is uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the slang is weed for the, the moms at home. Weed <laughs> tomatoes. Tomatoes, sure. <laughs> that as well. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, it's connected to your app, and you can uh, basically automatically grow your your medicine or your your cannabis. And, now, uh, Jesse, I think the important question is: Can I use this for? Other herbs. You can, yes. Yeah. You can grow. You can grow tomatoes. You can grow anything that and anything that grows and needs light and needs hydroponics and yeah, absolutely. So explain the control system and how you the phone works with the. Sure. Yeah. So the uh, the controller it it has uh, sensors and relays built in, so it monitors you know your humidity, your temperatures, and uh, <clears throat> and you combines all that information, so that it grow it gets the best output for the strain that you're growing. And it's, uh, it's all monitored by your phone. Uh, it's connected to an app on, on your phone. And um, you basically got 
the, um, the genetics and the, the, the clones, right, from the licensed producers and the nutrients. So you basically just throw in your nutrients and uh, you basically start growing. It does that all automatically for you. So for someone who's a first-time grower, there's not all that confusing mess of lights and, and uh, hydroponics and fans and all the stuff that you need to, uh, to grow your, your cannabis. Excellent. So, Nick, what are you doing here this weekend? I'm helping out. I'm volunteering. Awesome. And uh, tonight, because I know there's going to be a lot of teams that want to work through, you know, the, the midnight hours, uh, the fifth floor closes at 10 p.m., so I'm going to walk over any teams that want to work really late to the fabrication lab and uh, give them access to the boardroom for as long as they need yeah, it. After hours. Exactly. Business development. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nick, you're, you're doing that. You're, hel- you know, helping out, but uh, you've also just like gone and sat in a room with teams you've covered about half of them so far mm-hmm. um what's it feeling like like what are the, where are the where are they at right now and uh you know how does it compare to past ramp up weekends where you've competed Ooh. well i think people are a lot more focused now and the biggest thing i noticed today was we had the first team fatality <laughs> so i know you said there's there's 13 teams but one of them bit the dust this morning right and that was uh, the police seat That's idea. Right. What so, happened to them? Did you find out? Um, they actually interviewed a cop, sorry, a police officer, and um, he basically just tore their idea apart and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, team disbanded. So um, That's yeah, a good thing. It's, it's a good yeah, thing, yeah. So didn't yeah. waste more time than, and yeah. they could go on another project. And, and it's what we were talking about before, Scott, about the, the validation. Sometimes people never get that because they don't actually go out and talk to the for, for the listeners, those guys said, hey, you know, if you're a cop, you got to have back problems. got to be uncomfortable sitting in a car seat with all this stuff on your belt. And uh, so that's their pitch. And they actually formed a team around it. Everybody's like, yeah, right? That's got to be horrible. All the non-police officers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they went and asked police officers because we're about a block away. And they said, no, no, it's like, like, that's not a thing. So, uh, so but the, in the spirit of the event, did he, he join another team? I think, yeah, it's, all the members just basically dispersed into other teams after Amazing. that. Yeah. So now, uh, Red River. Uh, this is Red River's really uh, in one way, shape, or form involved with the alley with ramp up since the beginning. Uh, you know, we're we're doing it in the Ace Project space at 321 McDermott. Can you explain a little bit about the Ace Project space? What's going on, and 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 why is Red River engaged? Yeah, uh, I think the Ace Project space is uh, something really special. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so you do a ramp up weekend, right? And and it's wow, there's so much energy, and you can get so far so quick in a weekend, right? That's right. Something about the weekend that's just like this energy of go 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 and do do do, and then Monday comes. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> we got a great pitch deck. We got a great business model. We need about seventy thousand dollars to build this thing. Uh, but now you know we got something special. One of the the prizes here is you get a team of coders, and you get an office. And you got a place to go Monday morning and a team of people to manage to build your your product out or your prototype out to do, you know, for the angel investors. Some some conditions apply. Some conditions apply. Oh, yeah. A lot of, yeah. So, uh, and so, um, and and the ACE project space is just this machine, this this factory of building startups. And and, and the college is really, you know, loves that idea. Innovation now, I I think, you know, the college is kind of anchors Innovation Alley. We have three main faculties at the downtown campus, business, coding, and design. You know, hustler, hacker, hipster, which, which feeds the alley continuously. And, and, and we're building great companies uh, 
uh, that are feeding our new economy jobs to the Winnipeg economy. Yeah, excellent. So now, uh, let's go back in time because it's uh, actually for me it was a memorable week. My uh, my son turned six, and for those who don't know at home, uh, we got the original lease for 125 Adelaide Ascentworks on the first of June, and then my son was born. The week after, my wife was terribly impressed, but I'm a lucky man. Uh, she let me help uh, get involved, and, and here we are six years later uh, at Ramp Up 10. And so if we look back to that first year of, of, of how we got started, Red River was was downtown, and uh, we had a, a couple startups. I remember, actually, uh, Chris, the, the concept of the Ramp Up Weekend now, uh, you thought of it, uh, you had pitched it at, a, uh, at an event here at Startup Canada. Yeah, I remember and, that. and then it, it came together. So for you, the, you know, the founder guys here from a ramp-up perspective, what was the first weekend like? Well, it was, it was held at a Viscount Gort. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think there was like 30 of us. And uh, um, it was, you know, it was sort of like it was a startup weekend at that point. And it was, uh, we were supposed to get a facilitator they never came, so we just did whatever, right? Like, uh, and uh, it was it was cool, but uh, you know we spent a lot of money. It was at the Vi account. Like I just remember it cost like six thousand dollars to run that event or something yeah. or more, mm-hmm. and uh, and so for the second one, we hustled. We went to Red River College. We said, hey, can we use that cave thing in your basement of the, of the Notre Dame campus? Yeah. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no cell <laughs> signal. So that was an oversight. <laughs> but you know, but we had like fifty people, and but like that was hardcore. That was like we went to Costco and shopped. And, like, cooked breakfast that morning and took it over, right? And, like, you know, it, it was a whole different thing. It was very hands-on. It now feels commercial. It feels like Ramp Up Weekend has sort of grown up, uh, partly because North Forge has staff who can help, like, facilitate the stuff the volunteers it never wanted to do. It makes it so much easier. It's much easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot to be said for that. But, uh, you know, what, what has changed is uh, where the teams are now, I'm pretty convinced is where the teams were Sunday at noon in the early editions. Yeah. A lot less time more chasing polish. their tail. Oh, yeah. And the, and the mentorship is, like, so much more experience because you don't just have, like, the accountants and lawyers coming in. You have people who have competed in past weekends, like Jesse and Nick and Scott around. So it's like they just cut through it for people. Yeah. And that mirrors the, the, the greater community of the innovation community in Winnipeg where someone can get quicker, faster, and just move up that learning scale and move so much further now that yeah. it just it mimics it. Now, yeah. let's talk about that. Because I know, Scott, like you coined the term innovation alley. And, and got, well, it was like, me, Marshall, and Chris, actually. There you go. He's, he, he, Chris was the alley part. Awesome. So now, out of the start, so how have you we'll seen that the ecosystem work? <clears throat> Say again. How have you seen this ecosystem work? How is it? How is it? How is that evolution really? What's been important to that evolution? So it is an ecosystem, and it's big out there. So a lot of new entrepreneurs. I remember, remember Matt and you talking about. Man, it took me a year or two just to figure out the whole ecosystem, how big it is. And and I can remember Jesse and Matt coming out of a meeting saying, "Man." We got some wind in our sails, and we have meetings with, like, you know, IRAP or something for 20 minutes, and they'll do all this work for us and do us all this other stuff, right? And so for us as community builders, you know, we got to figure out where's the front door for an entrepreneur and where's the long hallway and how do we connect all these things. And everyone's just – the community is of a connection community and, and figuring out where the resources you can go, where you can make connects in. And how you can, you know, entrepreneurs are really, really important to our economy. 
and they're rarer than I, than I think most people realize. And if you have you have one and you you craft it, you just have this job building machine, right? And so it's really important from a community to to foster these entrepreneurs and and make them bloom. I yeah. I will say it's becoming a much more streamlined onboarding process for new entrepreneurs or people interested in it. Um, one of my previous professors, they had a student who was interested in entrepreneurship. You know, they got in touch with me. I gave them the full tour, and that's just happening. You know, every single day now, yeah. they they get exposed to this community and all the the services we can provide, and it's like they're just that much more excited to pursue. You know, yeah. another big difference is uh, I was just thinking about the differences back in in ramp up three and four. You know, we were just starting to get the ball rolling. I remember we had to give away like ten thousand dollars of cash, and like maybe we'd get forty people out, and we'd have like you know we'd have eight signed up the week of. This one we had, uh, so we're only giving away like. $2,000 of cash at this weekend or something. Uh, and the rest is like the Ace Project Space folks came to the table and MNP and, you know, all these other things that I think people are recognizing now. And, and by the way, we had like 40 people signed up like three weeks ago. Mm. Like we have like over 70 people up there. It's crazy. Yeah. So like people are understanding the value and the fact that it's going to give them the value without there having to be a big poster saying you're going to walk away with money, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And well, it's a diverse it, crowd too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You're saying and, and that's a, you know the interviews we've done this morning. Like I said, the the ages, the demographics. Uh, you know, there's business owners that are involved here, like actually running their own team. Like uh, that's it's uh, it's a really really neat to see that community aspect now coming to play. Okay, so Nick, I got to pick on you for a second. Okay. So I remember we you know met you at a, at the weekend. You were involved with the Scentworks and the in the space, getting involved. Now, um, you, you, you have a different haircut <laughs> than when I first met you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you're, the business is cash flowing now. And you, 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 can you tell me about that story? How getting into the valley, uh, into the valley, in, into the alley, yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, how has that, that, that uh, for going from an idea to running your business and growing your business, like, how's that journey been for you? Uh, it's been amazing <laughs> with uh, a lot of highs and a lot of lows. But uh, really the first major exposure that I got to the community was Ramp Up Weekend 3. Um, and I was part of a team which ended up getting co-opted by Chris's team. Uh, I think had probably one of the biggest teams uh, at any Ramp Up Weekend. people, I think. Yeah. And he stole our wow. spot. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that uh, that was great because I was learning from people like, like Johnson and uh, a whole Dustin bunch. And, and Dustin. They a really good team. Yeah, yeah, really good team. And I just took took away so much from that that went into my first business. And uh, business has changed quite a bit. Initially, I was uh, doing promotional products, and I was still a very clean-cut businessman. But once I transferred over to an e-commerce business, and all my customers were in America, the UK, Italy, wherever, um, I realized, well, I don't really need that, you know, that clean-cut haircut anymore. <laughs> um, so, sorry, upgrade. Mom. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mom. <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, it, it's been a great experience for me, and and just you know being able to learn things from so many different people, yeah. like like Jesse and and Scott. Well, one thing Jess or sorry Nick talked on is just I learned a lot of how to start a business just just by modeling more experienced entrepreneurs of how you take this mist yeah. and make it real. Uh, so every every time we do a wrap up weekend, there's another cohort of seventy people who who have been exposed to, hey, how you get going, things going, and that's really yeah. the most important thing Definitely. from learning. That's one of the best parts about this weekend is it's 
having this team and working with people who have done this before, working with people who have either started businesses or, you know, it's, it brings a whole lot of new perspectives. It brings a whole lot of new different backgrounds and you end up learning a lot. Even if a lot of the people in your team aren't entrepreneurial experienced, you definitely, you learn a lot regardless. And that's, that's mm. one of the things that I tell new people um, when I'm trying to entice them to come to Ramp Up Weekend is you're just going to learn a lot and it's it's totally worth it. Yeah. So Jesse, now I know I just want to end on a couple of thoughts from you. So I've seen like your you mentioned at 125 Adelaide today. You're, you guys have the uh, one business cash flowing and doing things. You had uh, a whole other business. You did tens of thousands of dollars in Kickstarter. You built that business and now you're here again working on yet another idea. That's right. Um, you know that. Um, um, why not just one? Like, what? Why? Why keep on going? Is it? Uh, what's that thought process of of looking for the next thing? Well, I think it's you always have to be looking forward at the, at the next opportunity. It's the project you're working on at this point in time. I never see it as this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Um, it's I use those ex- those experiences to learn. Um, and take that knowledge and apply it to a different opportunity. Um, and I'm not never really married to an idea. I see it as, um, yeah, an opportunity to learn, an opportunity just to, to do better the next time around. And um, I'll, I'll take a project as far as I can and succeed as much as I can from it. And if I see that something, if I f- see an opportunity that might be a little better or something's not working, with the current business, then I have no problem uh, recognizing that and and moving on. And, and, you know, it's the relationships that I've built um, and the knowledge that I've gained throughout these projects that have really just is is super motivating. Jesse's a good, you know, is a product of the alley. College, business, met Jess. uh, And and I've seen him grow as, as a, you know, as a business person where your velocity of speed of how and your scale that you think in and the skill sets you talk about has gone from here to way up here and i hear you guys talking it's like whoa this is way way over my head when you're talking like uh like the amount of money you're putting into you know uh you know customer acquisition and and how you do that it's like holy smokes man this guy's a machine now (laughs) yeah i actually started um at red river college probably back, I don't know, 2010 or something, I was, I was doing graphic design at night. I was just taking classes, and that was sort of the start of um, developing my skill set. Um, I ended up, you know, getting a job in metal fabrication, and then I ended up uh, going to school at Red River College. I graduated with a marketing diploma in uh, business administration, and uh, that's actually where I reconnected with Scott. You were my uh, high school rugby coach. Yeah. So I reconnected <laughs> with you there. And you actually introduced me to the alley. You introduced I, me I to remember, the Soundworks. I remember a moment where we were trying to get the seven-axis uh, yeah, router yeah. up. And, yeah. and I dragged you over to pull up. Yeah. And you saw this, uh, Matt, your, your now business yeah. Business for Matt Olson's uh, Snowboard Press, and you go, what is that? And that was this the hook that pulled you into this <laughs> lifestyle. Right. Yeah, that's when um, Ascentworks was, or North Forge Fabrication Lab, was uh, the embassy of Ascentworks, and the, uh, the plywood walls were, were going up at that point. And, uh, yeah, I, I immediately just kind of got roped into, or hooked, hooked on, like you said, um, just seeing what was going on and the equipment that was coming in. And yeah, it was, it was pretty inspiring to see something like that happening in the exchange district in Winnipeg yeah. that not a lot of people knew then. And yeah. Well, that's what I find funny, like, you know, between now and, 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 and ramp up 20, 
Double X. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know, it, it's uh, for me what I've learned, um, you know, just just seeing all this uh, take shape around uh, this building we're in, 321. Um, there's this theme of opportunity flow. You know, businesses talk about cash flow all the time. But as an opportunity, uh, as an entrepreneur, what I found interesting just, just experiencing this with you guys and, and the rest of the community is uh, as an entrepreneur, you need that opportunity flow that the community brings around you. Because, it's like the lifeblood, right? Exactly. Because when you exit, you don't know what the hell you're going to do. Some guys do, some guys don't. Says the guy who's and, exited. I know. <laughs> the rest and of us are lost too. Look, you know, like getting engaged, all these other things. And, and, and I think the difference between me being uh, crabby at home, uh, <laughs> hanging out, spending my, my money versus getting engaged with the community and getting into new things has been, uh, again, this community that, that's built around the, the alley because uh, every time I come here, uh, just meeting, you know, the, the uh, again, the really young folks today reminds me of like, yeah, like, this is why I'm, I was an entrepreneur. It's, it's, uh, you got to get engaged, you work on the next idea and th- there's always something new to get engaged with here. And I find that really cool. So yeah. I'd say uh, the, the other really cool parting comment maybe is, uh, it's very cool that in the last five or six years, there's a bunch of people who've come into the community who are now turning around like Nick and Jesse, who are like volunteering and mentoring at these things now, yeah. and and uh, and then the people they're mentoring will be the ones mentoring at ramp up twenty. Yeah, like that is probably the most rewarding thing. Opportunity exposure is really good, but that's super, like very very cool too. Yeah, absolutely. So well, again, thanks very much uh, to all of you for your support, for being engaged in the alley with North Forge, with with ramp up weekend. So uh, looking forward to connecting in uh, in another ten. Here here. Thank nice. you. Thanks.